Holden, it is another year. And COVID is still around. You know, yeah. o- Omicron, Omicron, I don't know how you say it. However you say it, sounds like a, a Transformer. Obviously a, <laughs> obviously a Decepticon, uh, if mm-hmm. I do say so myself. But I'm really excited for this episode, actually. Because I think 2022, you know, barring a bunch of release dates and postponements and all that... Uh, I think it's going to be a really good year for media. And so yeah. uh, I think this is a great... In regards to stuff that does not really matter, this is going to be a really good year. Yeah. <laughs> our health, <laughs> our survival, uh, in question. But uh, in terms of uh, films, games, and TV shows, even if like 50% of this comes out, I'm still looking forward to so much. Same here, same here. Welcome to another episode of That One Movie Podcast, also known as Tomp, the weekly show where we discuss movies, games, and TV shows, in addition to kinda whatever. Mainly we just shout nonsense into our microphones. I'm your host, Holden Sutter, joined by my co-host, Jimmy Youthy. A six-year-old at the grocery store told me Merry Christmas today, and I didn't know what to do, so I just said, hello. (laughs) (laughs) Why didn't you say Merry Christmas back? Um, It's a little premature for that. Okay. And his his I, mom did turn to him and say, it's not Christmas anymore. I don't think I said, I think I said thank you, actually. I think I said thanks. Hello. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. I feel like it would have been less awkward if you just went with the bit and said Merry Christmas to you too well, or something. Well, Holden, I, I can't function socially, so. <laughs> you like froze up. You were so nervous. I, like, I, I got blindsided by this six-year-old. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know I was gonna get drilled going to get groceries. <laughs> yeah, we've got a great episode for you this week, featuring our review of the Book of Boba Fett, uh, Chapter Two, and then also we're gonna give our uh, lists of most anticipated films. And this year, we're gonna be adding full lists of anticipated TV and video games as well, as well as our full anticipated lists of everything. Combining those into one mega list, mega yeah. top ten media anticipation of the year. So this is a great episode to jump on the Tomp train, if you will. If you're new here, I look forward to what we are looking forward to. We're gonna cover all this stuff on the podcast in 2022. So, uh, oh yeah, oh yeah, buckle up. Amigos and uh, Wild Ride and our, and let's do this thing. Yeah. That one movie podcast. First, Jimmy, we've got to do the Toms. I am anticipating the Toms. It's one of my most anticipated Tomp segments of the year. Very good. The Toms, the Toms, the Toms, the Toms. Toms is a rapid fire segment where we read the news of the week in the world of entertainment on a scale of three famous Toms, Brokaw, Bombadil, and Bergeron. Brokaw is the highest, Bombadil's the lowest, and Bergeron is somewhere in between. Jimmy, let's get to it. This week, I would like us to review Tom Wompkiss or something. He's a character on Succession. Oh, wait, which one is he? Because I've seen like an episode or two just like here and there which one is he (laughs) he is uh very strange 
and entertaining. I really like him. Uh, I've only I just finished the first season, which we'll get into. Can what you, are you doing? Can you there? describe him for me so then I can <laughs> identify who he <laughs> Rich is? Rich socialite. Uh, yeah, that's great. Thank you. Uh, Good job. I don't. Well, I don't. I don't know. He's he is on the outside of the family looking in as as far as like the first season. He is in a relationship with one of the the, the daughter of the Roy okay, family. That's like all you had to I know who that is now. He played uh, Mr. Darcy in Pride and Prejudice. Yep. Okay. I know that guy. What are you gonna give him? Uh I'll give him a Brokaw. I quite I think he's pretty entertaining from what little I've seen of the show. How do you just see an episode or two of succession? That you can't do that, Holden. Well it's like I my mom was watching it. I think she was watching it over the summer or maybe it was even last winter. I can't remember, but I was like home for a week or two in Lincoln. And so she was just like watching it. And so I'd occasionally come in the room and she's just, I just sit down and I'm like, Oh, this show's really good. I should watch it sometime. Why would you but, do that? Why would you do that with this show? Holden? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I like, I would walk into the room and then I would, just that is not walking what, into a room is not an excuse to just, the the amount of just bombshells that this show throws out repeatedly i just never know where it's going and it's it's pretty funny too tom is a very strange funny character <laughs> especially in the first couple episodes like when you don't even know who everybody is it's like who is this guy <laughs> um but i will give him a broca as well anywho cool. holden we got news this week what what's the we news do. We got news. Okay, so I, I messaged Jimmy about this earlier this week, uh, but Morbius was delayed for the seventh time. Apparently, this is the seventh delay this movie has had. <laughs> uh, it has been delayed to April 1st, and no, this is not an April Fool's joke. I think it's coming out then, as far as I'm aware. Um, supposedly, it was delayed uh, as to not eat into Spider-Man's current like reign over the box office. So... Wasn't it coming out? Oh, January. It was coming out uh, when? Like the last Jan- week of January, I yeah. think, 28th or something? That sounds right. January 28th sounds right. Into No Way Home? Okay, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't. I mean, I guess Spider-Man will still still be going strong somewhat then, because the, really the only thing that's got competition that's coming out this month is Scream, but and that's an R-rated horror film so i don't know we'll see if that even overtakes it at the box office but i don't know seems kind of silly seems like an excuse to them just to hold off the the inevitable lashing that that movie is gonna get (laughs) uh it's like not wanting to do something you or it's like uh procrastinating something that you have to do that you just don't want to do exactly exactly Uh, and uh i i am gonna share my most dreaded movies of the year too uh just i'm just <laughs> spoiler alert i'm just spoiler alert one of these no not necessary correlation here between morbius <laughs> and my most dreaded films of the year but you'll have to stay tuned and see i guess i'll give this a bergeron because i don't care yep bergeron for me too uh on the flip side something that i am excited to have a, a release date for is the boys season three mm-hmm. has, now has a release date june 3rd yeah so we're finally getting another season of The Boys, and I know we're both very excited for that. I'm sure we'll talk about it later on in the episode. Yeah, and apparently people were thinking it was going to come out sooner because a lot of people were like disappointed with that. But that works fine for me because that's in the middle of the summer, so I'm going to be excited <laughs> for it. Yeah, in the midst of you and all, and all your 
your busy summer too. Well, I am getting time to watch the boys. Well, I am getting married in June, so I will probably be 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 very busy. So Mm -hmm. I will make time for the boys, though. You got to make time for the boys. You got to make time for the boys, especially when you're gonna get in the old ball and chain. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) I know what you're saying, Jimmy. (laughs) Uh, yeah, I'll give this uh, Brokaw. Sure, good. Absolutely, Thomas. Two thumbs up, Brokaw for me from me and emily i do love you okay <laughs> i'm just trying uh, it, to i'm just trying to look cool yeah i know i know wink wink i'm winking over skype to jimmy <laughs> um and then the other kind of release date thing uh this is a bit surprising um is that turning red the new pixar film is going to it's still coming out march 11th but it's going to be releasing exclusively on disney plus what <laughs> yeah um exclusively is it going to be do you have to pay for it no no it's like it's like luca and soul really yeah i'm gonna give that a bombadil actually i mean it great for me for not having (laughs) to pay for it but you gotta quit screwing over pixar like this especially with the new ips yeah i don't i don't get i don't get what they're doing here i mean unless like Encanto and raya like both didn't do particularly well those aren't pixar movies but they are disney movies both disney movies that are new ips so i don't know if disney's just looking at this and thinking it's gonna flop well raya was did raya come out in theaters or was it just vod Mm -hmm. um did was Encanto? could you get that vod or um was that only sorry jimmy you're stuttering on skype for me well holden I was Wait, just what? asking. I was asking if Encanto so, was also available on VOD or exclusively in theaters. Gotcha. Um, it was. Uh, I think it was only in theaters. I want to say I'm that aware. too. Um, yeah. So I'm gonna still go with Bombadil it, though, because yeah. we gotta. I mean, we'll see where uh, Omicron rollout is. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, I'll give it a Bombadil. Um, feel bad for Pixar. I, I'm sure Lightyear will be released in theaters. Like they probably think that'll do well because it's a recognizable character. But still. Um, okay, on to other news though. Uh, so we got a, a new Wes Anderson movie uh, announced this week. It's he's apparently going to be adapting a Roald Dahl book. It's a book I've never heard of. It's called uh, The Wonderful Story of Henry Sugar and Six More. That's what the title is. <laughs> that just sounds like a Wes Anderson film. Yep. Um, Benedict Cumberbatch is going to be playing the lead role of Henry Sugar. Um, and a couple, a few other cast uh, confirmations. Uh, Dev Patel, who we just saw in The Green Knight. Uh, Ray Fiennes, uh, M from uh, the... Uh, newest James Bond films and Ben Kingsley. Yeah. Who we just saw in Shang-Chi. Yeah. <laughs> His most famous role. <laughs> uh, I mean, great for people who like Wes Anderson movies. I still haven't seen one that I've really loved. So I'm going to go Bergeron. I'll give Brokaw. And I, I didn't really see what the book was about. So we'll see. Um, The Flash. Okay. Ben Affleck has confirmed that this the the Flash will be his last Batman appearance, uh, but he also has said that his favorite scenes as Batman are all in this upcoming movie. Um, and also, in addition to that, Wonder Woman is rumored to show up in the film as well. 
I hope it's just him like going through a Mickey D's drive through in the Batmobile. Yeah. And he's like, well, this is awkward. <laughs> <laughs> that's the, that's the extent of, and it's like completely <laughs> just not, doesn't have anything to do with the rest of the plot. No, it's just in, a scene in the middle of the movie. Actually, no, it's an entire B plot. It's just oh, him. Okay. Try, it just, it's all the drama of the movie, the plots going on and it just keeps cutting to him and he's trying like, to get through the McDonald's drive through. Even though it's the Ben Affleck Batman, he's taking like the 1989 Batmobile, which is really long and just like a huge hassle to get through the drive through. <laughs> People are honking at him. Yeah. He's like, hey, watch it. I'm, I'm the Batman who kills. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to kill you? <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do it. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess this makes sense. I mean, we're getting Robert Pattinson, and it kind of sounds like Michael Keaton's going to be doing some more roles as Batman from here on out, too. So makes sense. This will be his last time. feel bad for him that he never really got a good movie. Well, we'll see about The Flash, but he never really got his own good movie to uh, to be a part of. He never got his standalone movie. Um, yeah. So, yeah, he's got, like, batterings are just going through people's heads. There's skulls. He pulls We're up. Back to the drive-thru. He, he finally gets up to the window and he pulls out his, his credit cards. He's like, the bat credit card. Never leave home without it or whatever the line is from Batman and Robin. Yeah. And then he winks at the camera. And That'd Joel. Class. And then it does like a, it, it like fades out. Uh, and this Joel. Is like a really cheesy fade. <laughs> Joel Schumacher is the guy playing. Wait, is he died. Did he, he die? He's dead. They're going to digitally <laughs> remake Joel Schumacher, revive him, and he's going to be playing the, the uh, McDonald's worker uh, completing the transaction for Ben Affleck Batman. Fantastic. I'm glad you thought this through. Yes. <laughs> I saw a uh, leak. Sorry. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Um, I'll give this news a Bergeron. I'll give it a, a Broca because I guess I forgot that we were saying Batfleck and I do like Batfleck. Mm-hmm. So is he yeah, better we're him and and Michael Keaton in the same movie? But is he better than Pat Fleck? As Probably they call him. Not. We'll, we'll see. see. Yeah, we'll see in like two months. Yeah. Sneaking up on us. Bring it on. Like like the real Batman. Yeah, like the real Batman would. Yes. Um, then next up, uh, Ridley Scott's next movie, Kitbag, the Napoleon uh, f- uh, biopic that he's making. Uh, Jodie Comer has dropped out. Uh, she was cast as playing Napoleon's wife, Josephine. And now it looks like Vanessa Kirby is going to be taking her spot in the film. Uh, Vanessa Kirby, uh, those of you out there might know her from Mission Impossible. She's Princess Margaret on the crown, Jimmy, for you, who's oh, watching the crown yeah. right now. <laughs> she's she's uh, she's doing some stuff. I think she was also in uh, Hobbs and Shaw, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> she is in Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah. What do uh, you think of that, Jimmy? Great. Fantastic. She's good in the crown. Uh, okay. Yeah, Ridley Scott is let's see ridley scott is 84 years old my word what an output yeah (laughs) when i'm 84 i am just gonna be doing puzzles yeah all right actually probably puzzles but uh i will just be sitting there watching reruns of game of thrones oh yeah or watching succession and pretending that i'm logan roy 
you're gonna be rewatching Game of Thrones and you're gonna be senile, so you're gonna be like forgetting how it ends, and you're just gonna keep getting disappointed by the ending of Game of Thrones. <laughs> um, uh, what are we? Uh, uh, Ridley Scott, Napoleon movie, Vanessa Kirby, Brokaw for me. Yeah, uh, Brokaw, sure. I like Vanessa Kirby. She's she's good. Um, Chris Evans is apparently going to star as uh, Hollywood actor Gene Kelly in a new historical uh, fiction film. Uh, it's going to be written by John Logan, who is the writer of Skyfall. Uh, but the synopsis reads, uh, a 12-year-old boy who works on the MGM lot in 1952 and begins to create an imagined relationship with the legendary movie star Gene Kelly while working on his next film. So, Cool. Uh, Bergeron. Yes. Sounds like uh, Jojo Rabbit, but not Hitler. I so, just uh, I just realized that we haven't watched Being the Ricardos yet. I haven't really heard anything about it. I've heard it's not that good. Hmm. Unfortunate. You can look it up. I I kind of I saw it had come out, and then I was reading stuff about it, and it's like at like yeah. mixed reviews, middling so. reviews. Yeah. So I don't know. Um. But anyway, uh. Yeah. Bergeron from me. My last piece of news is that Tom Holland uh, came out this week and said that he, the new Uncharted movie actually started as a uh, young James Bond pitch to Sony. Uh, he had said, uh, the quote was, I had a meeting after or during uh, Spider-Man Far From Home with Sony to pitch this idea of a young Bond film that I'd come up with. It was the origin story of James Bond. It didn't really make sense. It didn't work. It was the dream of a young kid, and I don't think the Bond estate were particularly interested. The idea of a young Bond film sparked this idea in turn that you could do a Nathan Drake story as an origin story rather than as an addition to the games, and that opened a conversation. Wow. That is bad. <laughs> that is not a good sign. Nope. It's kind of what I thought, too. James Bond and Nathan Drake have very little in common. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like Sony took the pitch and they're like, hmm, what male hero do we have that we could do a young version of? That's like all they took from that pitch. And I'm like, oh, okay. Nathan Drake, I guess. Ratchet? Yeah, Ratchet. Kratos? <laughs> young Kratos Spyro the Dragon Young Kratos with Tom Holland Tom Holland as Young Kratos <laughs> Be fantastic I'd see that Come here boy <laughs> <laughs> Well he wouldn't He'd be young He wouldn't have Atreus Zeus oh, I'm gonna kill you <laughs> <laughs> Um Yeah Um That's a bombadil for me there Yeah I'll give that a bombadil as well Oh, I, I think it is Uncharted on your dreaded movie list. Uh, Holden, we're going to have to wait and see. <laughs> have to wait and see I was on trying to one. figure out what was on your list, and I was like, I was, couldn't figure it out. But well, we'll get to it. Once we get bit. to that segment, I'll have you see if you can guess the, uh, the five movies on my most dreaded. Okay, okay. All right. But first, Jimmy, well, do you have any other news? No. Uh, well, no, I guess I did want to say it was the CES, Consumer Electronics Show 2022. Gadgets, cool things, tech, and PlayStation, I guess. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was weird. They don't go to E3, but they'll go to CES for like two minutes. Show, um, didn't show us anything with their new VR, uh, but no. they did say it is officially called PlayStation VR 2. PSVR 2, which is kind of a dumb name. 
simple. I get it works for me. That's what everybody's been calling it anyway. So uh, they just confirmed all those specs and they showed that Horizon sneak peek thing. That's cool that they're making that. Probably will be underwhelming for people who have exceptionally high expectations for it. Um, yeah, it, I, it. Well, I mean, the trailer hardly gave away anything. It was just like a brief scene from the game. Um, my guess is it's gonna be more of an experience yeah, type of thing. That's than, what I than a full game. That's what I think too. But graphically, it looked great. I mean, yeah, looked good, really good. So, um, yeah, that'll be a cool visual tech demo for them. But uh, I'm so excited for PSVR two, man. I cannot wait to not be able to purchase it for two years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, get stuck with my ping pong controllers. From the original PlayStation VR. Anyway, uh, I think that's it. I think that's all we all I got. Sweet. All right. Then we'll go on to our review of the Book of Boba Fett, Chapter Two. Boba Fett. So, uh, new episode, Book of Boba Fett. Uh, like we always do for these shows, we'll do full spoilers for this episode. So if you haven't seen it already, go watch it if you want. Otherwise, you don't have to. Whatever. Not going to make you watch it. Just watch the second episode. Do not watch any other episodes. Just the second one. Just the second one. Yeah. Yes. Um. So, yeah, uh, we were pretty l- lukewarm on the first one. Um, I would say if, probably colder than lukewarm. Yeah, colder than lukewarm. Because, <laughs> we yeah, we were, like, lukewarm on most of Hawkeye, and we disliked it even more than most of Hawkeye, I think. Um, but this episode is a little better. I think this episode was considerably better. I, I, I was, like, I thought it was... Um, way better i i just thought i was like well this seems like it was made by two different people honestly i <laughs> thought this one was way more nuanced and i can't wait to dive into this episode of the book of dune i mean boba fett because uh <laughs> this episode yeah. was a ripoff of dune but i don't even care i was like <laughs> yeah hardcore <laughs> um, yeah it, it's because like dune obviously a book written in like the 60s so it was an influence on george lucas when he was making star wars but that influence is is worn pretty obviously on the sleeve in this episode um yeah we can get into that in a second but i just thought what a vast improvement of an episode i honestly i thought this was very solid i i would be surprised if they get back up to this quality again uh, through the rest of the this season, the seven episodes. How, mo- how many yeah, episodes? Seven episodes. Seven episodes. Uh, first off, I just want to say this show looks really good. Like the visuals, yeah, I yeah, think it's even it a step up from the Mandalorian at times. Uh, Mos at Mos Espa, especially. Yeah, it looks great. The city looks fantastic. Um, great, good for them. Um, uh, we, uh, we hold in. We got the huts back. The huts are back. The twins. Yeah. Yeah, good CG. I'd almost hope they'd gone with big puppets again, though. I appreciated how that you could like whenever they cut to them, you can just see the people struggling. <laughs> to hold yeah, them up. there's like funny. a big <laughs> dip in the middle. That yeah, was a good effect yeah. to have that um that platform dip in the middle. Um, the huts are back. I what what brought what uh, that brought to my attention was how did they ever become powerful in the first place? Like you could just shoot them like they yeah just they're like, just big slugs like 
run. <laughs> like, how how are they? Like, they are the least intimidating people ever. Just, yeah. If they just set the platform down, they're gonna die. Just t- walk them out to the middle of the desert, set them down, and they're gonna die. Um. Yeah. So we'll see how how that goes. There's they have their insane gladiator Wookie guy. Who's been He's apparently a character from the Legends canon? That does that doesn't surprise me. Um, yeah, the way that his introduction, it was kind of like a audience is gonna gasp and clap moment, and I was just kind of like, all right, it's a it's a black Wookie, <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, he's he's been hitting the gym, man. He's huge. Yeah, uh, he's a ripped Wookie. I thought the mayor guy was pretty cool. I like at that point in the show, I was like, you know what? This is kind of giving me Dune vibes. This room. And then, like, that was when there was just, like, subtle, like, influence. And then there was literally just the the rest of the episode was the first part of Dune. (laughs) Um, Holden, I am a sucker for a train sequence. And for us to get this desert train, pretty cool. I mean, uh, you got got these fish people. They're just shooting the Tusken Raiders. Why... Because apparently they're like they're, they're a, jerks. They're a threat to us. Also, why are the Tuscan Raiders trying to shoot them back? They <laughs> they're shooting to like a three by two window. Like you are not yeah. <laughs> gonna hit them from a mile away. Well, I so I didn't understand about that sequence is like so when they're getting attacked, they're not hitting anyone on the train. And then later on when they're like actually attacking the train, they have like snipers in the distance that are hitting people on the train fine. Yeah, I was con- I was like, well, now they can hit the people. And how are they <laughs> getting hit? You are so yeah. far apart. Both of you are so far apart. And by the way, it's a moving train. <laughs> like you are not going to be hitting people there um, unless you have like homing uh uh laser bullet things or whatever you want to call it blaster what do you blaster shots i don't know uh blaster bolts i think they're called bolts um yeah i i hadn't so i did not really like this episode honestly i i did like it more than the last one um but it's like for me it's more of just like a marginal improvement it's just like I was so bored through most of this episode. I didn't really care. Like once again, I'm with you. I can appre- appreciate the sets, the effects, all of that looks great. I thought the train sequence was it was fine. I wasn't like super into it. That was probably the most entertaining part of the episode. But I just I cannot make myself care about anything that's happening in the show right now. And I think the flashbacks with the Tuscan Raiders for the most part are incredibly boring and unnecessary. Yeah, I think you, I don't know. I mean, they needed to somehow bridge the gap between him being in the Sarlacc pit and him being a crime lord. Um, yeah. Look, I, this, is the Tuscan Raider route the best way to go? And I think it's some sort of revenge quest against the Huts and Bib Fortuna would have been cooler. Uh, but um, I enjoy, I thought it was way better this episode. And maybe it was just the pacing um, was better it wasn't as cut up into a bunch of random things that were happening yeah that's true that's true they let it breathe more i just thought um the storytelling was better uh and uh, i f- and uh yeah i'm a sucker for a, a train sequence holden um 
I, I feel like I have to bring up this criticism just to remain consistent with previous criticisms I've made, but the whole like plot point of um Boba Fett like being this like civilized individual with technology coming and helping the Tuscan Raiders who are like a native people and they can't do anything without him and then <laughs> he comes and helps them and suddenly they're successful. Yeah. It's a little it's a little eh. and I'm I'm saying that mostly cuz we had a similar thing with Frozen 2. Frozen 2 was worse, I think, but still something I figure I should bring up. And also the Tuscan Raiders are like not good guys too in a lot no, of the Star yeah. Wars movies. Like they just in the first in the original Star Wars movie, they're not they like attack people all the time and they kill Anakin's mom. Uh yeah, exactly. So. It's it's weird to have them I mean I guess it's they are like just like a, a, a big like like race of people out in this desert so they're not all gonna be just like bad people but i don't know everything we've seen of them thus far they're just like not good (laughs) um i mean i guess they do like the the somewhat counter argument to that which would i think is weak i think you bring up a good point but the they like they do teach boba fett how to fight with the staff thing and all that but it does seem very very much like hi i'm your savior and I'm going to teach you how to do all this stuff, and we're going to take out the bad fish people on the train. Yeah, exactly. Uh, this Which I also... Oh, so no, I was just no, going to go say, I, I, do, I do not... One of the other things I like did not like about this episode is I don't... I do not need a background as to why Boba Fett had a staff in The Mandalorian. I think that's such... It's it's Disney doing their like star Wars thing of over explaining every point. Like he's a bounty hunter. I could just assume he picked up a stick and was like proficient, like had skills and using some sort of staff before. I don't know. It just seems kind of silly. Well, I mean, I'm guessing that they had this whole thing written when they introduced Boba Fett in the, the second season of Mandalorian. Yeah, you're probably right. I'm get or they at least had a pretty solid idea of wh- where they wanted to go. John Favreau. Um, Holden, this this episode is Dune. It's the Book of Dune. It is, of yeah. Fett. The <laughs> Tuscan Raiders are the Fremen. They literally say the word Dune. <laughs> there is spice, and people are like, "We got it." They're taking the spice from these. Yeah, you guys like, know where's the, the land. spice. <laughs> it looks like this. They like it the looks spice, like the spice from Dune. The spice has like mystical powers, and uh, it you know it's. It's Dune. It's just, yeah. it's, it is Dune. So that's just hilarious to me. It's pretty entertaining. I thought that was a lot of fun. Um, but I just thought it was funny. I was like getting Dune vibes from when they went to the mayor. I was like, oh, this kind mm-hmm. of reminds me of Dune. And then the rest of the episode literally did become Dune. <laughs> Which, yeah. you know what? I was fine with that. Uh, interesting thing that I caught up on. I don't know how true this is for the Mandalorian and the, the rest of the book of Boba Fett, but... Um, I was just kind of I like to watch, look at all the concept art in the in the credits and then you know it, it goes away from the concept art and it still has more credits after that and a couple you know slides or whatever title cards later they said the second unit director was Sam Hargrave which I thought was interesting because he was the director of Extraction oh yeah yeah, and yeah. he's a big uh, stunt fight coordinator on a lot of MCU stuff so I was like oh because I did I was like I feel like the action was pretty good. 
Yeah, um, yeah. So um, I'm so he was second unit director. So people don't know what that is. Uh, a lot of times on big movies uh, that have kind of a time crunch for when they need to get stuff done or kind of very different sorts of scenes or on TV shows, they will actually film things simultaneously where the director and producers and stuff will be working on one thing and there will actually be a second unit with like a director mm-hmm. and other things doing other stuff. So, you know, one person might specialize in drama and have an overall vision for the film and then they might rely or delegate something to like a stunt coordinator or a fight a uh, fight choreographer like a Sam Hargrave to do other stuff. So, thought that was interesting. I wonder. Uh, yeah, it looks like, what looks he like he served. Oh, sorry. I was just gonna say. I'm guessing he directed a lot of the, the um, uh, train stuff. Yeah, it looks like he served as second unit director for all of season two of Mandalorian. Yeah. So, which I think that's cool. a good idea because he's he's clearly quite good at it. He was also stunt coordinator for uh, the original Suicide Squad. So, uh, yikes! But. Well, <laughs> I, uh, they are a lot, the, the, usually the deal there is how much freedom are they given? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I don't think he was anywhere near the worst part about that movie. Um, they, a lot of times just from learning, uh, from the, the corridor crew videos, uh, mm-hmm. kind of de- depends on just how much control you have over that. And sometimes you have very little and you, that you just do what the studio tells you, which stinks. Yeah. Um, hold on. I've gone through all my notes on Book of Boba Fett. Anything else you want to mention in particular? Um, it's kind of it was kind of funny when they they dropped the guy into the the Rancor pit. He got scared, and then the Rancor was dead. I was like, "There's no way there's a Rancor down there." No, I they was like, "Opening it up." <laughs> where did they get another one? Yeah. <laughs> um. But also, yeah, Boba Fett. Like he's just too much of a good guy still mm-hmm. he's like i'm a crime lord I'm like no you're not <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's i like when he goes to the mayor and he's like you serve as long as the daimyo says so or whatever i'm like why you know what are you gonna do get let him off with a warning <laughs> like it's so you gotta yeah, start just, killing people man um also, fun fact: uh, the droid in his uh, like little the, in Jabba's palace that keeps talking or whatever is voiced by the guy who uh, is Laszlo in uh, What We Do in the Shadows, the TV show. Which doesn't matter for you, but I know at least my family back home will think that's a cool fact. Well, at least my family back home will acknowledge that. <laughs> yeah, they're cultured. They watch What cool We Do in the fact. Shadows. Maybe you should. Maybe you should try it. I am. I I would guess that your family is more cultured than my family is when it comes to a lot of those shows. Um, but uh, or to have just different taste. Let's put it that way. Let's go into <laughs> ratings, Holden. Sure. I thought. Th- I mean, I liked this episode. I thought it was really good. Honestly, I don't care that they ripped off Dune. It was way better than. I'd rather have them do that than do whatever crap was in the first one yeah <laughs> so i'm actually i thought the whole sequence was with the train was good some of it doesn't really make sense i thought it was really cheesy when they're like well he won't talk to any human but he's gonna talk when he sees the rancor um I, oh i did i thought that was really dumb but i think it looks great um i thought the mayor guy was cool he's got his little guns i'm gonna give it an 8.5 actually um and like i said i'm highly skeptical 
that they're going to get back to this quality. Sure, sure. But again, it's kind of like The Mandalorian where it's got peaks and valleys. There's <laughs> there's just not a consistent quality to it overall, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Uh, I, I wanted to mention before I give my rating a couple other facts. My dad actually sent me this after he watched it. Um, but apparently the bar that Boba beats up the miners at is Teshi Station, which is the place that oh, nice. Luke men- mentions in New Hope. Um, and apparently the couple in that bar are characters that were in a deleted scene of the original A New Hope that I think were, they were friends of Luke and Biggs. Oh yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, um, I'm going to give this a six and a half. I'm pretty sure I gave the last one a five, so I'll give this one a six and a half. All righty. Holden. Shall we move on to talking about our most anticipated media stuff. of the year? Yes. Yeah. Stuff, as they yes. say. Let's do it. I'm excited. All right. Pulling up my list. Ooh, here we go. So uh, we have three different sections that we want to talk about. This might be a, a bit of a lengthy episode. Well, technically we four. Well, three sections oh, overall yeah, list. And I was telling Holden, we do not need to see the King's Man because we got so much to talk about. And he's like, no, <laughs> we, we got to see it, Jimmy. Everybody's talking about how I did King's not Man say is that. the best film of the I was like, do you want to go see the King's Man? <laughs> That's all I said. <laughs> he was adamant. Um, yeah, okay. Um, So the way we're going to do this is I think we did something similar last year where we're going to go through my list. Uh, We'll start with honorable mentions and then uh, go through my top 10 of each section. Uh, We'll discuss it as we go. And then after that, we'll kind of we'll give Jimmy will give his list and any that I didn't hit. uh, We'll be able to talk about that as well. Uh, so if you if you don't care, let's say you don't care about TV shows or video games or something, time codes are in the description, so you can just mm-hmm. jump to the thing that you do care about, or you can jump yeah. over what you don't care about. But why would you not want to listen to us rambling on about yeah. things we are excited about? <laughs> How excited we are, yeah. Um, so we'll start with movies, I think. Um, I'll give my honorable mentions. Uh, this one, I just did my list this afternoon, so I did, I'll did. i get into this more in what What are you doing. I w- watched all the Scream movies this week, so I think the new Scream is now an honorable mention for me. Um, I think overall, series is solid. Um, obviously, first one, fantastic. Second one, I think, is also very good. Third one's the worst, and fourth was a bit better. Um, I just think it's just, funny that I've seen Scream and I I do not remember anything about it. And it was like three years ago. So I, I don't know how that happened. I thought it was like good. So I don't know. I liked it more the second time. I mean, I, I'm kind of like you. After the first time, I forgot a lot of what happened. So if you rewatch it, I'm interested to see I what I do you not think. know who the killer is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. You forgot completely. Uh, yeah. Um, on another honorable mention, Turning Red. Uh, new Pixar movie, so excited for that. Anything to say about that one, Jimmy? Uh, coming straight to Disney Plus. Those yeah. evil, mani- Bob Chapek, you maniacal guy. I don't even know how to pronounce your last name. Yeah, yeah. What the Bob heck? Chapstick? <laughs> Chapstick. Making, <laughs> making fun of people for their names, something they cannot 
Well, I was going to say they can't change, but I guess they can. They can do something about it. Yeah, you can do something about it, Bob Chapstick, so I rescind my apology. <laughs> uh, uh, then I also have the black phone on there. I have a I have a black phone. Nice. I think I do too, actually, but I have a case. Yeah, mine's black. I Okay, I do not have a case for my iPhone, and that gives people anxiety. You should get a case. That's I, I mean, me I anxiety. technically I have a case, but I don't use it very often. Oh, okay. Well, I've got a I good actually just grip. ordered a new case. I just ordered a new case for my phone because mine's like falling apart. Are you anticipating getting that case? I am. <laughs> I think it's coming in the mail tomorrow, so I am anticipating. Can you that. give me a visual description of the case, Holden? No. Okay. <laughs> I've got a good <laughs> solid grip. Good grip is a good sign of, of overall health, as they say. Okay, so I'm just fantastic. I'm just just touting to everybody that I'm so healthy. I'm glad. Okay, yeah. I don't know why we would on this tangent. <laughs> what do you have anything to say about the black phone, Ethan Hawke? Yep. Oh, that enough said. All right. <laughs> okay. Uh, next one I have is Avatar Two, and this is more out of just like I want to see what this is. Avatar er. Yeah, it's been like it's been it'll be at this point 13 years since Avatar 1 came out. Um, This has been delayed so many times. I just want to see what this is. I don't I'm not even like excited for it necessarily, but yeah, I don't know. Well, then if I were a cynic, I would hope this movie's just awful. (laughs) (laughs) What if it's just bad? What if it's just an absolute dud? I feel like it won't be because it's like like James Cameron. I don't think has done that. Like I think all of his movies are like pretty well received. And like Avatar, since it's come out, like people don't care about it as much. But people don't like hate it. No, people don't hate it. But again, one of the best, highest grossing movies of all time. One of the highest grossing movies of all time has very little impact today. Yeah, like no, but you don't see people like oh I gotta go to that got a cosplay as avatar go to this convention i mean some people do but it's not like lord of the rings or star wars or harry potter it has not had any relevance but um yeah fair enough i am curious it was an honorable mention for me like it i am curious they had to have spent millions upon hundreds (laughs) of millions of dollars on this movie 13 years in the making in between deep ocean dives for jim cameron all right so yeah we'll see uh then the last one this is a more morbid curiosity uh the mario movie <laughs> I, I thought just, about putting that w- as an honorable mention but i just didn't <laughs> i could have yeah. put that on my most dreaded but we really haven't seen anything so could be yeah, fine we don't really know uh on to my top 10 though uh number 10 jackass forever um this one i was kind of surprised when i put it on my list but this was kind of a product of i don't really know if i have 10 to put on my list (laughs) really and i do i i am more excited than the my honorable mentions for this one because i do think the jackass movies are very entertaining the trailer we've seen looks like more jackass which is you know great um i don't know what do you have to say about it jimmy yeah honorable mention i would say uh, number nine for me, uh, The Northman. Um, 
this is i'm actually into like <laughs> i think i have like a top nine of movies i'm actually excited for um this one's not higher just because the other ones i, I am a lot more excited for just did the trailer for this one looks solid uh interested to see how Rob, robert eggers does a viking epic good actors in it cool cinematography we'll see if it's boring inaccessible <laughs> another thing we should say is disclaimer all these things probably won't come out in 2022 all right that's beyond our control some of these <laughs> things are expected to come out in 2022 don't have a release date yet so yeah. i might have those on my list they might not come out this year okay settle down jimmy's right. gonna have more with unconfirmed release dates i stuck with stuff that has confirmed release dates so i mean it is still possible they'll get delayed and there's at least one on this list that i think will but we'll see holden's very black and white he wanted to be by the chalk i said none of this yeah. Holden. i took his chalk and i ate it that's what yeah. i thought of that <laughs> um number eight uh dr strange in the multiverse of madness uh, trailer looks cool. I'm. I want to see a Sam Raimi Doctor Strange movie. If it has more of a horror edge, like we've heard, that's cool. Um, I liked Doctor Strange and Spider Man, and honestly, the best Phase Four stuff so far has all involved uh, multiverse stuff. So we'll see. Mm -hmm. Do you have anything to say about it, Jimmy? I just I agree with it. You said I think you you. You encapsulated the excitement for Doctor Strange. Great beard and wig action. Yes, yes. Wanda's uh, number in it. Exciting. Yeah, Wanda's in it. <laughs> uh, number seven, I put Everything Everywhere All at Once, which I've seen that trailer multiple times since we first saw it, and each time I see it, I'm like, this movie looks really cool. I'm, I'm, very, I'm genuinely very excited for it. I Yeah, I cannot wait. It looks great. And it just kind of completely out of nowhere surprised us, too. So mm -hmm. excited. Yes, I yeah. agree. Another multiverse movie. So it's the theme for this year. Uh, number six. Uh, I had forgotten this was coming out until I was making the list. The new Jordan Peele movie. Mm -hmm. Nope. Yep. Nope. Uh, Daniel Kaluuya is in it. Okay. Other, uh, there's other people, too. That I That's the one name I could remember. We really don't know anything about it, which is great. I don't really want to know anything about it. I'm excited. Yep. The uh, the poster is ominous and weird, which is cool. And Jordan um, Peele is two for two. So Yeah, he is. Yeah. So, excited for that one. Um, five, Thor, Love and Thunder. I have this higher than Doctor Strange. This is the highest Marvel one on my list, just because uh, Taika Waititi knocked it out of the park. With uh, Thor Ragnarok, I thought, and I mean, I'm a big fan of all of his movies, and this, uh, like, the cast for this is pretty great. We've got Christian Bale as the villain. We've got, uh, I think, some of the Guardians of the Galaxy are going to be in this as well. Just sounds like it's going to be a good time. Yeah, I agree, Holden. I a Thor went from one of my least favorite characters in the MCU to one of my favorite because <laughs> of Taika Waititi, and he's been great ever since Thor Ragnarok. Um, so thank you. And uh, just coincidentally, that is also number five on my list and also the highest MCU movie on my list. I just I know I'm spoiling it a little bit, but I just thought that was a cool coincidence. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, number four. Uh, this is this might be lower than yours, Jimmy, but it's the Batman. The Batman. Right. Yeah. Have it at number four. Um, I, w I was tempted to put it higher, but the top three is just so solid. So, so excited for them. But, um, yeah, trailers look awesome. I still haven't watched that m most recent trailer as per Jimmy's recommendation. When we saw 
<laughs> we saw licorice pizza and I like ran out of the theater <laughs> when it came on. Yep. Um, so, I mean, Robert Pattinson excited to see how his Bruce Wayne and Batman is. Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman, all the other actors in this and cinematography looks awesome. Matt Reeves loved his Planet of the Apes movies. I don't really know what else he's made aside from those movies, but <laughs> based on that track record, that I think he made the the second and the third Planet of the Apes movies, which are the better two. So. I, I have not seen them still. I really need to watch them. He was going to yeah. make, oh, I was going to say he was going to make the Batfleck movie, but that is what this movie is now. So Yeah, this it's what this turned into. Um, um, I saw a YouTube. Oh he, th- oh, he directed the original Cloverfield. Oh. Interesting. Another movie that so I haven't you seen. Gonna I was going to say, I saw a YouTube thumbnail that was like comparing the Batman theme to uh, the Imperial March. And I'm like, I didn't even have to watch it because I'm like, dun, 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 dun. I'm like, yep, they're yeah, the same makes notes. Sense. <laughs> um, no wonder it sounds ominous and foreboding. But uh, good on you, Michael Chikino. Good on you for plagiarizing john williams to great to, 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 to <laughs> maybe allegedly thing. allegedly yeah what's next holden what's number what's your top three i i'm anticipating your top three see what okay I did there. number three this is the one that i think will not come out this year uh mission impossible seven you don't think it's coming out this year huh <laughs> i don't know i just I, i'm not sure if i have like with how many times it's gotten delayed so far and just how little we've heard about it admittedly it is coming out in october so i it's not like i expect a trailer to have been out already but i just feel like we know so little about this movie we don't even have a title yet i disagree i think tom cruise has yelled at enough people that it's going to come out this year <laughs> Yeah, that, that could be. I mean, I'm hoping it does. Don't get me wrong. Obviously, that's why it's number three on my list. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's number three because Mission Impossible Fallout was so good. Um, I just I remember seeing that in the theater. I saw I think I saw five and six in theaters. I liked six more, uh, but five's also very good. Four's good. I've I saw the first one a long time ago and I have not seen two and three because I don't really want to. So three is good. You haven't seen three? No, I haven't seen three. That's got uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman in it. He's by far the best villain in the series. Really? It's J. It was like J.J. Abrams' first like good movie. Okay. <laughs> um, it some parts of it don't. It definitely was like you had Mission Impossible one. And then Mission Impossible 2, they tried to do a modern action movie with John Woo or Chu, whatever that director's name is. And it's kind of over the top silly. Mm -hmm. And then 3 set the tone for every movie since. But um, I would still say 4 is probably the best one still, which I saw that one in theater. But uh, you got to watch 3, man. (laughs) 3 is definitely in the 3, 4, 5, 6 clump. Okay, I'll watch three. I six six is my favorite out of the ones I've seen. I do like four a lot though, uh, but I'm just excited because same director coming back for this one. So yeah, Re- uh, Chris McQuarrie, what's it? Christopher McQuarrie. Christopher yeah. McQuarrie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, number two, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. Um, first one, my favorite Spider-Man movie um so and the tra- the little trailer thing we got for it looks good um just very excited for more films in this like world and following these characters yep it's Animation across the spider-verse part one yeah across the spider-verse part one 
Yeah, so I'm interested to see how that plays out. I mean, apparently Lord and Miller said that it was like justified in splitting it up, so we'll be the judge of that. I honestly don't know what your number one is. I, I wonder if you even have this on your list, because it kind of snuck up on me. Number one is Fantastic Babylon. Beast. No. <laughs> Secrets of Dumbledore. <laughs> no. It's uh the new Damien Chazelle movie, Babylon. Babylon. Did you know did you put this on your list? Oh yeah, it's on my list. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, this is my number one. Uh I mean we've we've ranted and raved about, you know, Whiplash and La La Land. And so Holden still to, hasn't seen First Man, which still was my First favorite Man. movie of 2018. <laughs> I have it on Blu-ray, but I just haven't watched it oh, yet. Oh, you should bring it to my place. We should watch it sometime cuz I haven't seen it okay. since it was in theaters. Okay. Um, but yeah, so the cast looks awesome in this. You got like Brad Pitt, Margot Robbie. I'm blanking on everyone else, but I swear it's a, oh, I think Tobey Maguire's in this actually, which is like, I mean, hasn't been doing a ton, but that's cool. Um, but it just, it's since it's set in like old Hollywood, it's not really clear what the plot is, but it just sounds like right up his alley, especially after La La Land. I'm, I'm eagerly anticipating same composer justin Hurwitz, i think was the composer um so very very excited yeah uh i for one will not be seeing this movie because they are not planting the american flag on the moon as i've heard in this movie they're not showing that oh okay well they didn't do that in in whiplash yeah so um (laughs) clear uh anti-american director damien chazelle everybody Oh, okay, yeah. All right, now on to the part we've all been waiting for, my top ten list. Thank yes, goodness. Yes. And I'm going to put time codes here, so if people want to jump around to different lists or they want to, if I want to see <laughs> they what... They want to skip, they want to skip your list. Yeah, if, they, if you want to skip my <laughs> list, or more for me at referencing it towards the end of year, what I had, maybe. Uh, first off, I had a lot of honorable mentions just out of, like, curiosity, <laughs> I would say. <laughs> um, so these, these are not necessarily all just missing the list just like oh, i'm interested in these movies just more because i'm curious than anything sure sure uh aquaman 2 the aquaman in the lost kingdom i haven't seen the first one so yeah, uh, i was gonna say <laughs> black adam apparently supposed to come out this year oh yeah yeah, uh, yeah bullet train i didn't know about this it's the deadpool 2 director starring brad pitt there's a bunch of assassins on a bullet train one in of japan the, he's one of the john wick guys too right probably i don't know uh, I think so. Canterbury Glass. It's from the Silver Linings Playbook director. Has a stas- stacked cast, including Christian Bale, right? Bardo, uh, Alejandro Gonzalez in Yuritu's next film. Oh, he is amazing. Yeah, I missed that one. The Killer, Holden, with our guy Michael Fassbender. This is the new David Fincher movie written by the guy who also wrote Seven, right? Oh, yeah. Apparently, I also missed that. <laughs> a lot of these don't have a release date, though. So oh, okay. Maybe that's why. Um, they're supposed to come out this year, but we'll see. Uh, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, I guess. Uh, we'll see if that comes out. White Noise, which is the new Noah Baumbach movie of Marriage Story. Fame. Oh, yeah, yeah. Knives Out 2, potentially coming out this year. Mm, sure. Uh, uh, the Fablemans, which is Spielberg's next film. Uh, I think that does have a release date. The Flash. Mm-hmm. Fantastic Beasts. Because of uh solely because of mads mickelson avatar mm-hmm. 2 the northman Lightyear, turning red and halloween ends 
because oh, hopefully yeah. this one has a plot that, that moves <laughs> things forward. Yeah. Uh, what's, what's your top 10? Top then, 10. Number 10. Everything, everywhere, all at once came out of nowhere. Nice. I'm excited for it. We talked about it. Number nine. Holden, you missed this one. Uh, probably, I don't know if it has a release date or not. Uh, Disappointment Boulevard, directed by the one, the only Ari Aster, starring oh, yeah. Joaquin Phoenix and Meryl Streep. I'm guessing it doesn't, because I feel like I, I wouldn't have noticed that. But yeah, new Ari Aster movie. Yeah. We'll see. I had Across the Spider-Verse at eight. Followed and then Nope at number seven, Jordan Peele. Mm-hmm. Number six, I had Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Number five, like I said, Thor Love and Thunder. I had Babylon at number four. I had number three, also Undated, should come out this year because I'm pretty sure it's probably done or close to done. Killers of the Flower Moon, Martin Scorsese's mm-hmm. next film. Number two, Mission Impossible 7. You gotta just, you gotta be looking forward to Mission Impossible 7. <laughs> come on. And then number one, I do have dun, 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 the Batman. The um, Batman. Yes. The, the Patman, as they say, is my number one most anticipated movie of the year. Holden, do you want to guess my five most dreaded <laughs> movies of the year? Okay. Well, I put. I know you put one on there after I said it. So you've got Minions, yeah. Rise of Gru. I tried to limit it to things we were definitely gonna see okay after that um morbius yes uncharted yes um we also talked about another one that i was like oh i forgot that was coming out i'll have to add that to my list mario nope wait uh think of mission impossible (laughs) but not i don't remember tom cruise Oh, Top Gun. Yeah. Oh, and uh, is the other one Ambulance? No, it's not. Because I was just expecting us not to see it. Okay. Think of a series that was really good with the first movie, and they have not recaptured the magic since. Really good with the first movie. Um... Oh, uh, Jurassic World. Yeah, Dominion. <laughs> yep. Those would be my five most dreaded. Morbius, Jurassic World, Dominion, Uncharted, Top Gun, Manu- Maverick, and please, Lord, let us not see Minions, Rise of Gru. Yep. That's a good list. Yeah, that, that's probably same with me if I were to make that list. Sweet. Holden, let's transition into games or shows. Uh, I have games next on my list, so let's just do that. Let's do games. All right, uh, you. I I came up with nine, uh, okay. Partially because I don't own a Switch, <laughs> yeah. So I didn't fair. have Breath of the Wild two on there, um. So because apparently that's coming out this year, I I out of the Nintendo loop, hold on. Sure. So feel free go through your top ten games. Okay, let me. I'm just gonna run through my honorable mentions uh, real quick because I do. I have a few of those. Um, Plague Tale Requiem. Um, I may have placed this on the list, but I kind of came up with my list and then realized that was coming out this year. So it's just kind of, <laughs> it kind of got uh, shoved to the side. Um, Hellblade 2. We'll see if I can even play that since I don't have an Xbox. Um, the Pokemon Legends Arceus, which comes out this month. Looks interesting. Open world Pokemon game. I don't know. We'll see if it's any good. Um, and the Dead Space remake, which I still have not played Dead Space, but people it might be cool i don't know 
that was kind of just put on there just because. Yep. Anyway, top 10. Number 10. Uh, this one surprised me. Uh, the Outlast Trials. Um, this is the third game in the Outlast series. I, I quite enjoy the Outlast horror indie games. Um, the first one especially is fantastic and it has a little expansion that goes with it. That's, it's a great horror game. Uh, the second one is pretty good, although it gets a little unfocused towards the end. And I actually thought initially this was like a weird multiplayer game and I don't know why, but no, this is a, a full, uh, survival horror game again. Um, that I think this is like a prequel to the the stories of the other ones. I had but. read multiplayer too, so maybe it just has a multiplayer mode. It could be. It could be. I don't or maybe know. that's even a separate game. I don't know. Um, but I don't know. Um, have you ever been interested in the Outlast games, Jimmy? I've started the first one a few times, and just I that was when I, I played it with friends, and we'd always start it, and oh, then okay. we'd never finish it. So, gotcha. Scary, gotcha. scary. Maybe I'll play it someday. Yeah. Um, number nine for me, uh, Ghostwire Tokyo. Um, looks cool. This, yeah, it does look cool. All the trailers we've gotten. I think it's Arcane Studios who did it was do, just a Death Loop. I think it's them. Um, well, they have different branches. So and that different was like Arcane Leon to Death Loop. So I don't know what. Oh, okay. I don't know. Yeah, because this was like the. It was a PlayStation exclusive. It might be timed now, but since Arcane is owned by Bethesda, it's kind of their last one they're doing for Sony, but they're honoring it. So looks cool. All the trailers, um, we'll see. I, I feel like people are less hyped for it now because it keeps getting delayed, but I honestly didn't know it existed before last year, so I'm still fresh on the hype for it. Uh, number eight, uh, Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga. Oh, I forgot about that one. I might actually play that one. Yeah, me too. I haven't played a Lego game in years, um, but the fact that this covers all of the movies and some of the upgrades they had for like Force Awakens—I never played that one—but like, I think they had like third-person shooting for like the, the blaster characters, which looked kind of cool. I don't know if they keep all these upgrades and all the promises they've made. It seems very ambitious, especially with how much it's been delayed. Oh, yeah. I, in fact, I actually have a copy, the a physical copy of the original Lego Star Wars game from 2005 mm-hmm. on my bookshelf right there that I'm looking at, which I loved. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and I played it before Revenge of the Sith came out, which was weird. It must have come out like they must have come out simultaneously or something. Yeah, it was like close. To, it was around that time. Um, yeah, that was like the epitome of the, my childhood were those Lego games. I don't think I've played one since the first Harry Potter one, which would probably be at least 10 years ago. So Yeah, that was around the last one I played too as well. But yeah, I, but, I'm sure they have that mean, they've made a billion of Lego games. So mm-hmm. it used to be like I would get every one that would come out. Um, but uh, yeah, no, that, I forgot about that one. That's a good one good pick yeah. uh number seven purely just based off of the concept in the one trailer we have i have forespoken sure uh it just seems like a cool idea uh, i'll be kind of waiting to s- it's not higher just because we haven't seen more gameplay of it or whatever but we'll see as it gets closer to release i think that's supposed to come out in may or june or something seems interesting uh number six uh i have bayonetta three that's a switch game um but 
I don't know. Bayonetta's very, very fun, very refined games by Platinum. They know how to make a good hack and slash. I love a good hack and slash. The, the world of Bayonetta is very fun, silly, self-aware, so that'll be cool. Five, uh, this might be one you have any something to say about, Jimmy. Uh, Hogwarts Legacy. Yep, it's on my list. Uh, open world Hogwarts game. We really haven't had a good one in a long time, so... Uh, mm-hmm. Have we had one since the Chamber of Secrets on GameCube? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I do not know, but we are due. We are really due. Oh, well, probably Lego Harry Potter is, I guess, probably the last yeah, open world true. Harry Potter game we've had. But, uh, oh, man, I hope this game is good. Me too. I mean, Avalanche uh, Software, I think, is making it. There's two game companies that have the word Avalanche. In them, Hopefully so not the Just one. Cause one. Because yeah. <laughs> they just cause was great back in the day, but uh, I boy I have four, and I've never played it. <laughs> uh, it, it this game just seems like a no brainer. Like the, surprised that this a game of this scope hasn't really been attempted before now, at least as far as we're aware. But I'm very excited for that. Mm-hmm. Um, number four. Uh, definitely, you definitely don't have this on your list. Is the new Kirby game, <laughs> Kirby in the Forgotten Land? Uh, mostly, I love I love Kirby games, but this one's mostly on here because it's the first time we've gotten a 3D platformer Kirby game. All the other ones have been 2D, so I'm very interested to see how the how it makes its transition. Interesting. Debut tra- yeah, debut. Uh, the debut trailer of it looked kind of cool, so. Um, yeah. Kirby is my go-to Smash Bros. play uh, character, though. So, re- mad, mad respect for my boy Kirby's, <laughs> my pink boy Kirby's. Uh, number three for me: uh, Suicide Squad killed the Justice League. Um, obviously, we've we've ranted and raved about this game as well. Um, very excited to see what. Uh, re- What's what, what, what's Rock the, steady. Rocksteady? Okay, I almost said Remedy, and that's that's the control people. Um, but Rocksteady, interested to see what they do. Gameplay looks fun. Of course, they made the Arkham Batman Arkham games, which are yes, one of my favorite game franchises, easily. So yeah, yeah. Um, number two, God of War Ragnarok. Really? So that is interesting. So Horizon's your number one, huh? Mm-hmm. That yeah. I wow. I did not expect yours. To, I didn't expect you to be more excited for Horizon than God of War because we really haven't talked that much about it and horizons a month and a half away so yeah well for me so i mean we we've we've discussed how you know gameplay for me is is a lot more important and i just i have so much fun with horizons gameplay like i'm i'm really looking forward to see how it's expanded in this looking forward to see the new worlds and uh the new like machines i've been trying to stay away from a lot of the trailers that we've uh, and marketing that has come out since so i know there's been a lot of new machines revealed and aside from that one that showed like the big elephant i haven't really seen much so um i'm just i'm trying to go in a little bit blind we'll see if i get it right away i do have a big backlog of games that i got for like christmas and that i just have in general so i might wait a little bit but um, I guess I <laughs> should say a little bit about God of War as well. Uh, God of War, we both love. Um, Jimmy likes it more than I do, but I still love it. Um, Which is so interesting because it used to be the other way around. But now I think I like it more Yeah, when I replayed it. Yeah, and I, I mean, 
I might replay it before this new one comes out. I haven't decided you yet. You really should. On, on the 60 frames per second on PS5, man. Yeah. Um, but I just, I mean, that game, I, I, last time we talked about it, I, I talked about how much I, it felt like a old school Zelda game in a lot of ways and just the way the progression and, uh, and not necessarily combat, but just some, some of how the game is set up and big fan of old school Zelda. So, um, yeah, that's my, that's my list, Jimmy. What about you? All right. Uh, top nine, I guess. Well, I'll throw Lego in at 10. Why not? Um, all right. Okay, so games different than movies, right? We're we're gonna see our top ten most anticipated movies. We're not necessarily gonna play and buy all our top most anticipated. Yeah, games. we're not, especially this year. Like my list are all games I'd like to play at some point, but like Outlast Trials for me, I'm probably not gonna go out of my way and buy day one. So it'll probably be a while. So a lot of these are just curious and like kind of a wait and see. Like I'll play it if it's mm-hmm. really good. But if it's just like, eh, then I'm, I'm probably not going to get it. Uh, number 10, I'll say Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga. Uh, number 9, I had Sifu. The kind oh. of the 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 fighter game. I don't know. It looks, it looks cool. looks cool. I don't know. We'll wait and see. Uh, it kind of looks like Yakuza, honestly, like in terms of combat. Number 8, I put Gotham Knights just because... <laughs> I, you know, Court of Owls is really interesting, and if they can at least make an interesting story, but that is very much I will wait for the reviews. Yeah, I I had that on my list of honorable mentions, but I kind of decided last minute not to mention it because I I don't. It is it is entirely based on reviews. If this was a year ago or a year and a half ago, it would be far higher on the list. Mm-hmm. Um, number seven, I had to play Tell Requiem. Uh, cause I played the first one. So I'll probably just wait until this one's free <laughs> at some <Sure>. point. <laughs> Number six, I had Ghostwire Tokyo just cause it looks cool. Looks yeah, cool. I hope it's good. Number five, I had a game that nobody's really talking about, but I think it looks really cool. And that's Trek to Yomi. It looks basically like a side scrolling goes to Tsushima. It's black and white and it just hmm. looks gorgeous. Um, so if it's, is, that, is it an indie game? I probably I don't know I don't, I don't know. wait what's it called again Trek to Yomi with Yo, uh, Y-O-M-I just looks absolutely beautiful doesn't um, even have a Wikipedia page oh it's um okay it's the developers of the new Shadow Warrior games which are apparently good um oh it's being released by Devolver Devolver's a they, they release a lot of good uh indie games cool but waiting to see the reviews on that one because it's just, I mean, if it's like an interactive, you know, Kurosawa movie, that would be great. Uh, it, it, I thought it was like a Ghost of Tsushima expansion at first. <laughs> um, number four, I had Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League, Arkham Games, love them. Uh, so we'll see that. Number three, I had Hogwarts Legacy, no brainer. Mm-hmm. And then I had Horizon at two, God of War at one. Sure. Because, uh, God of War right God of War 2018 is a really good game and I had such a great appreciation for it upon replaying it. So, yeah, that's my, my that's my list of games Holden. Are we ready to talk about shows? I told you we had plenty to talk about today. Yeah, I'm ready for shows. All right. I shows is the longest for me. Shows <laughs> is stacked. It is going to be yeah. an exceptional year for television. Let's talk about TV shows, Holden. Start us off with, I'm guessing, your honorable mentions. 
Okay, uh, so first off, I want to say shows that I'm excited for if they come out. This is a separate list from honorable mentions because I don't think we have confirmed release dates for these or even like like range of time that it could come out. Uh, release windows, I guess you could say. Um, the Mandalorian Season 3. I think it's probably coming out this year, but I don't think they've really said anything aside from when they're starting filming, so... I'm not putting that on my list. What We Do in the Shadows Season 4, um, Invincible Season 2, and Westworld Season 4. Um, in terms of Westworld Season 4 is definitely coming out this is year. It? Yeah, they had a release date for that. I'm almost positive. Oh. Well, I'll just throw it in honorable mentions then because I don't think it'll be my top 10. But um, Honorable mentions. Uh, this first one is one that I didn't know was like even a thing. Apparently, it was announced beginning of December. But uh, the boys is getting a new spinoff. It's an animated anthology uh, called Diabolical. Hmm. Um, and it's like an eight-part miniseries. I guess they're rela- they're releasing on um, Amazon. So I don't think much is known about it. But if it's boys stuff, I'm I'm at least marginally interested. Nice. Um. Apparently, Hulu is making a Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy series that's coming out this year. I have um, never read it or seen it. Yeah, I love. I read the books in middle school. I loved them. I kind of want to reread them at some point, but I thought they were fantastic. Um, I have the. There's a new Adult Swim show coming out called Smiling Friends. It's like an animated show. Uh, that uh, the pilot I think was dropped. A year, maybe over a year ago. I thought it was very funny, so I was happy to see it was picked up for a, a series. We'll see if it's good. Um, Obi-Wan did not make it onto my list, unfortunately. Obi-Wan did not make it onto your list? I. This is a stacked year, dude. Are I, you I, a I, fascist? <laughs> I was are gonna, you Darth okay. Maul? Like, seriously, are, are you Darth Maul? Because are you Ray Park? Uh, I don't know. I don't How know what you want you me not, to say, Jimmy. I cannot comprehend that you do not have Obi Wan on your list. Well, but like, okay, so I do like you and McGregor as Obi Wan, but I also don't have a love for the prequels like you do. So I, st- even though I like him, I don't love him like you do. I just so, cannot believe this. I'm sorry. This is unacceptable. This is this is like me reprimanding my students. I'm just like this is unacceptable behavior. <laughs> Tomorrow, I expect you to be better. <laughs> um, and then I was going to put this on as a joke initially, but then I'm like, oh, I don't have enough room on my list. Uh, the final season of Better Call Saul, which I'm only excited for, so then I'll finally watch Better Call Saul. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, Peacemaker is also an honorable mention. Nice, Did not make nice. it in my top ten. Uh, do you have anything to say about... Do you want to rant more about Obi-Wan? Do you have anything I, to say about any of those? I cannot... Like, what, Are you going to have freaking like some Miss Marvel over Obi-Wan? Miss Marvel is not on my... It's not even in my honorable okay, mention. Okay, uh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you, you're going to... I just... I Wow. I just... Wow. That's all I gotta say, Holden. Okay, I just uh, okay. I knew you didn't like the prequels, but that's just a low blow. So um, listen, I think it'll be. I'm I'm ex- I am you know inter- it is the Star Wars thing I'm most excited for this year. There's no other star. There's no Star Wars show on my list, so 
Okay. I I also I counted the Mandalorian as coming out this year because are they going to have more than two years in between seasons? Probably not. And I think okay. they started filming November, maybe October. I don't know. They had like begun working on season three immediately when season two was starting to come out. So yeah, yeah. I'm just talking about filming. I think filming was later this year. Well, technically, year. they don't film it because it's all digital. Well, they film some of it. <laughs> no, they. I mean, talking about that they use digital cameras. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. No, the whole thing's CGI. Yeah, that's what I thought you were saying. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? It's not the Lion King, Holden. Yeah. All right. Get what? It, did you start your list? No. Start your you list. Ran, you were so upset about Obi Wan. <laughs> Number ten. Uh, I do have Marvel series on here though, uh, over Obi Wan. Uh, but. Uh, I have I put him I put two on number ten, which I know is cheating, but I also didn't want Marvel to take up more than one spot on my TV show list, so I just put uh, Moon Knight and She Hulk. Uh, Moon Knight, which is a funny, uh, interesting, might be cool character, played by Oscar Isaac's um, Oscar Isaac Isaacs, um, and then She Hulk. Uh, it's gonna be like a weird courtroom drama dramedy i think um mark ruffalo is going to be in it and she hulk's a, a funny character from the the comics so those are the two marvel shows i'm interested in this year um number nine i have house of the dragon mm-hmm. um game of thrones spinoff prequel set however many years before the start of game of thrones focusing on the targaryen family um yeah, I mean, still excited for it, even though Game of Thrones ended poorly. But this know. this one, for people who don't know this, we and I've mentioned this a couple times on the podcast before, mm-hmm. uh, this whole story's been written, okay? So if you're worried about them messing up the ending, like the whole thing's been written. People say it's really good. If you want to go ahead and read the story yourself, you can. Uh, I'm just going to wait yeah. for the show because I'm a, I'm a plebeian, plebeian. Yeah, got to watch it on the on the TV. Yeah, I have um, to have my cell phone tell me what's going on or whatever. Who said that, Ridley Scott? Something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> on your cell phone. Whatever old There's man of Hollywood on their on their effing cell phones or whatever. Yes. Um, number eight, Atlanta season three. Um, I I Atlanta. I feel like I watched both seasons either freshman or sophomore year, but regardless, I'm like just over six month post-graduation of college so that goes to show you how long it's been since the last season of atlanta yeah why was there such a long gap well covid didn't help but i think it's kind of like everyone in the show like their careers have taken off they all want to keep doing it but like the three main stars are donald glover um obviously um and, and brian tyree henry who's been in a lot of stuff. We just saw him in Eternals and uh, Lakeith Stanfield, um, who I really quite enjoy. We just saw him in Judas and the Black Messiah earlier this year. Yeah. Very good actor. Uh, but earlier, kinda, earlier I, last year, you mean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so all actors, their careers are kind of taken off, but they still want to do this because it is such a good show. So I think they're just kind of working around that. Um, but yeah very excited uh number seven i have harley quinn season three 
I love the first two seasons of Harley Quinn. I think it is one of the most consistently funny shows on TV right now. Um, so I'm kind of surprised it's taken this long. I guess it's partially due to COVID, but excited for season three of that. Uh, number six, Last of Us. Nice. Uh, I know that's on your list as well, most likely. Um, but yeah, adaptation of the video game that we both love. And yeah, good casting. Interested to see HBO. HBO's got a, a good quality record for the most part. So we'll see how that goes. Number five, Stranger Things Season 4, um, which I almost completely forgot to put on my list because <laughs> for some reason, like everything, like everything I was looking at for lists of stuff coming out this year, like Stranger Things was just not on it. Really? I think I, maybe that's just because like the release window has been so vague for it, but I, it's almost certainly coming out this year. Like it has to. Um, pretty confident in that. Um, see, uh, number four. I have the revival of Clone High, <laughs> which I uh, I think since like a year, I've watched the total of Clone High like three times in the last year and a half. I just think it's really funny. And for the most part, it's held up pretty well. It has a lot of like pop culture references of its time. So some of that doesn't land and there are some poorly aged jokes, but the most of it is is still very, very, very funny. What's the premise of that one again? It's like uh, it's this high school where basically this group of scientists like cloned famous historical figures and then like they obviously they're growing them from like infancy. So it's just like them in their high school years. That's a cool idea. Yeah. All interacting. The main characters are Abe Lincoln, Joan of Arc, Gandhi, um, Cleopatra and JFK. (laughs) It's like the core, the core five. I've always, but then there's a oh, go ton ahead. of other ones. No, just say what you were going to say. I was going to say, I always had this idea. I don't know if I told you this in college, um, but having the Hunger Games, but it's just all the American presidents. That'd be good. I, like, That'd be good. We should make it, Holden. Be very <laughs> offensive. I would not be able to keep my job. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, and uh, so for Clone High, all the original creators are coming back. Lord and Miller and Bill Lawrence of Scrubs fame. They're all coming back. So ex- excited for that. And HBO Max. So very cool. Is that where the uh, show is now? No, it's on Paramount Plus right now. Oh, gosh. Darn unfortunately. Um, number three. Uh, this doesn't have a release date, but pretty confident. Uh, the next part of season two of The Owl House. Um, which is my favorite cartoon right now. Uh, very, very excited. I'm kind of surprised they haven't dropped part two of season two yet because the last episode they released came out in July, I think. I don't know. And then they have season three, so I don't know if they'll release part two early this year and season three end of year, or I don't know. Regardless, just more Owl House. That's number three. Number two, Euphoria season two, which I can technically put on here because it starts tomorrow <laughs> as of recording. So uh, very excited for that. That shot up uh, in my rankings ever since I've watched it. Very interested to see where the where the story goes from here. Uh, and number one is obviously the boys. The boys. Season three. Yeah. So uh, very very excited. Stacked year for TV stacked year i'm probably gonna watch so much tv this year it's gonna be very sad yeah we are all gonna be couch (laughs) potatoes 
Yeah. The boys, the boys, the boys is so good, Holden. And that little teaser that they just showed us, that was all they needed to show us. I don't need to see anything else, honestly. Yep. Just give it to me. Just inject it into my veins. I'm ready. I love that. I kind of want to like not watch any trailers. Almost. Me too. Like just go in completely blind. Maybe we'll do that. Maybe we won't talk about any of the trailers on the podcast. Oh, it's going to be very difficult. Yeah. We'll probably watch the trailers. I mean, come <laughs> Maybe we'll both watch it, but lie to each other and say that we haven't. And oh, so then we'll just never talk about nice. it. Um, I'll give my list here. I had to, these were honorable mentions that I did not put on the top 10 list that were just outside of it. Uh, oh, sorry. Wait. TV shows. Where am I at? I was going to my overall <laughs> list. We haven't even gone through TV shows. Oh, uh, honorable mentions. Uh, every Marvel show except for one. That's on my number ten. <laughs> Which one's not on? You? Uh, Wait, what? I have Which one? Oh, I have I one at number ten. 10. Okay. All the other Marvel shows are the honorable mentions, and then Andor, I guess. Cassie and Andor. Yeah. We'll see. All right, number ten, Moon Knight, because that looks the most interesting in the Marvel stuff i agree really not that excited about any of them honestly (laughs) number nine out of curiosity hold on i'm I'm a little i guess i'm not too surprised you didn't have this as an honorable mention but the most expensive tv show of all time and it hasn't even started yet the amazon lord of the rings show i actually i probably i would have put that in my honorable mentions i just completely forgot about that and apparent and that was another thing that was just like not on any of the lists i saw for some reason (laughs) Um, yeah, that would be number nine. Number eight, Peacemaker, HBO. We'll probably start reviewing that. What, soon? Next week? Two not, weeks? N- not this next week, but I think two weeks, yeah. All right. Stranger Things season four. Although I have forgotten a lot that happens in Stranger Things. Uh, <laughs> I put Mandalorian season three at number six, and then just a very stacked top five, in my opinion. Honestly, Mandalorian to be outside. I mean, Mandalorian and Stranger Things to be sitting on the outside of the top five gives you an idea. Uh, Number five, I've got House of the Dragon, baby, because I'm I'm ready to go back to Westeros, ready to or Essos, I guess if that's where this takes. No, I think it's Westeros. I don't know. I'm ready, Holden. (laughs) People say it's a great story. They're gonna deliver. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah, Game of Thrones is back, baby. Uh, number four, The Last of Us. Are you surprised it's not yeah. higher, Holden? No, I'm not. <laughs> I think I know what your top three are. So, <laughs> number Maybe three, because I'm a I'm a good person who has faith in humanity, <laughs> and I'm not a fascist. And that is, I have Obi Wan Kenobi. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, because it's going to be glorious. Hayden Christians coming back. Hayden Christensen coming back it's gonna be glorious i don't know how they're Mm. gonna explain it in canon i don't care i don't care if it doesn't make any sense number two got the boys yeah uh two of the uh, in my opinion of that i've seen the two best tv shows on today the boys season three coming back that's at number two homelander potentially my favorite character in tv show history Homelander. Yeah, he's is, so good. He's so and Anthony Starr, how he has not won an Emmy. I don't know if he's even been nominated. How he's not he's not won one. If he yeah. hasn't been nominated, that's just unbelievable. He is incredible. It's one of my favorite performances ever. Anthony yeah, Starr is so good. Um hopefully that keeps up. And, li- and literally the season 3 tra- teaser is just him looking into a camera 
<laughs> so, yeah, that's all you need. That's really. all you need it because he's so good. <laughs> I he's just I just love watching every moment with him. So um, great. And then number one, which literally I did not see on any site. I had to look this up as to whether people think it's coming out this year. And people are saying it's coming out quarter one this year. Uh, Better Call Saul final season. It is going to be so good. They're doing two <laughs> two parts. Uh, so. I guess maybe not all of it will come out this year. I don't care, oh, Holden. Great. I'm just so excited Ugh. for this show. They have so many things that are left to be answered and things they need to tie up before Breaking Bad. And oh, all the characters in the show are so good. My goodness. And you got uh, Tony Dalton, too. You, you just yeah. saw his Hawk in Hawkeye. Not underutilized. No, he's just great. So... <laughs> I cannot wait for Better Call Saul. The final season, I can't wait to rewatch the whole thing in preparation for it. So those are my most anticipated shows. And now the moment you've all been waiting for, our overall most anticipated media of 2022. We can rapid fire these because sure, we've already talked about everything. So Holden, what's your overall top 10? Overall top 10. Uh, Number 10, I have Mission Impossible 7. Uh, number nine, I have the Clone High Revival. Number eight, Suicide Squad Killed the Justice League. Number seven, uh, more Owl House, whatever the form that takes. Number six, Euphoria Season 2. Number five, God of War Ragnarok. Number four, The Boys Season 3. Number three, Horizon Forbidden West. Number two, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. And number one, Babylon. Babylon is the most anticipated thing of the year for you. Yeah, I, I, I feel like it's hard for it not to be with how like high Whiplash and La La Land both rank in my favorite movies of all time. It's almost like you're just chomping at the bit to watch another Damien Chazelle movie. If only there was another movie that he created that <laughs> already exists that your co-host thinks is a fantastic movie. Yeah, if, right. That you owned. <laughs> <laughs> sitting on my shelf watch the movie <laughs> watch first man um all right my most anticipated okay two honorable mentions that just missed the cutoff horizon forbidden west uh mandalorian season three sure all right number 10 i had babylon your number one number nine i had killers of the flower moon Mm-hmm. Then I had House of the Dragon at number eight. Number seven, Last of Us on HBO. Number six, Tom Cruise doing things and trying to not trying to kill himself. No, Mission Impossible Seven. Number five, dun, 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 the Batman. Number four, because I'm a decent human being, Obi Wan Kenobi. <laughs> uh, number three, The Boys, Homelander. Oh, so good. Number two, Better Call Saul final season injected into my veins number one god of war ragnarok ragnarok's coming baby i'm yeah it is so ready literally any of these things could be a number one any like i could have just scrambled the list and i would have been like yeah that's right yeah such a stacked year unbelievable cannot wait can not wait anything else to say uh, I don't think so. Yeah, 2022. Very, very, very excited for all of this. And 
we will be covering every single one of these. Everything. Every single one this year. <laughs> Just kidding. No, we won't. But yeah. And any ones that I don't cover, Holden is contractually obligated to cover. Yeah, which means I'm going to get stuck with all the video games. Yep. So aside from like your top three. Yep. Uh, otherwise, yeah, just listen to our podcast because this like there's <laughs> not a better time to do it. Seriously. Good plug. Yeah, I'm glad we have to plug our podcast on our own podcast. Well, I'm just saying, just stick around, <laughs> man. And invite your friends because there's no greater time to join the Tomp train. Yeah. Agreed. I- explain it to them as if, as if you are Boba Fett explaining a sand desert train to a Tuscan Raider. <laughs> you got to jump Very in. Very condescendingly. <laughs> and in English. Slow yeah. English. Um. Yeah, get your get your sand speeder and jump aboard the the top train. We're going through the tattooing desert. All right, Holden, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? No, what are you doing? What are you doing? No, what are you doing? What are you doing? Well, what am I doing, Jimmy? Well, I did mention earlier I watched Scream two through four. Um. And Scream 2, bit of a Matrix Reloaded situation in the fact that I think it was way too criticized when it came out. I do not think Scream 2 is better than Scream 1, Um, but it is still, like, very solid. A lot of great meta commentary on sequels and whatnot. Um, Great. I I just love the cast of these movies. I, I, I think it's kind of cool that it is, for the most part, kept the same, like the same core characters throughout all of them. I just think that's fun. I feel so bad for like Sydney Prescott, who's the main character. She's just she just goes through this all the time. Like, <laughs> give her a break. Um, but yeah, it makes me excited to see the new one next week. I I'm still wondering if the new one is gonna be meta because the trailers haven't really shown that, and I feel like that's like the big draw for these movies. So I was trying I, to explain what Scream was to my sister because she was home. Mm-hmm. when we were seeing the curse pizza and i was like i can't i like i i was like it's a comedy i'm like it's not a comedy though it's it's satire it's not satire i'm like i could not think of the word meta <laughs> like she's like she watched the trailer, she's like that's not a comedy that's not satire. i'm like i it it's not just a typical horror movie they just well, they like they point out the tropes and they kind of make fun of like but it's not i it's meta. That's what I was trying to think of. It's because Facebook has copyrighted that word, and uh, <laughs> so now you have to pay, you like cannot think of the word unless you pay a, a fee. You know those little lizard dog things they have in Book of Boba Fett. Kind of yeah. remind me of Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything else other than all the all the screaming? Just screaming. Uh, yeah, I watched the other movie I watched this week. I watched Jennifer's Body. Um, horror movie from 2009. Okay, I'm glad you big... said movie because I was gonna say I was gonna have to report you. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a horror movie from then with a. It, it's one of those movies that has like a stacked cast in retrospect because it just has a ton of actors that weren't famous at the time, but now they're like they watch it and it's like oh. There's Chris Pratt for one minute of screen time. Like, <laughs> it's just so weird. Um, it's that's another like horror comedy that satirizes a lot of horror tropes. Um, but 
I thought it was fairly entertaining. That's a, it's another movie with a cult following as of late. Um, and then, oh, I guess I also did finally watch the second part of Batman the Long Halloween, which I watched the first part like months ago. It was, <laughs> a, just it was kept... a very long Halloween. <laughs> it was a very long Halloween. And the second part is better. I think the the original comic story I really like, but they make some really cool divergences from it that I don't think make it worse. It just makes it more unique and stand on its own. So very fun very fun couple of movies um and then in terms of tv i had finished euphoria so i'm basically just watching i'm watching season two of legion right now still solid uh not much more to say about that um and video games i finished guardians of the galaxy um very very good i I was surprised by how good the story was actually and then I like was looking it up and I don't know if anyone really cares about this but it won best narrative at the game awards which was kind of surprising um but yeah it's a very surprisingly heartwarming solid story all of the characters get like great arcs um and I like the characterization they all get Uh, very funny um, the combat did get better as it went on, I thought, or at least more satisfying. I was very entertained, Jimmy. If you ever want to borrow the copy, my copy, you oh, can. Oh, yeah. I will hold in this relationship. This partnership is finally paying off. <laughs> <laughs> it's been nearly three years. Yeah. Um, now it finally has. Yeah. Um, well, it paid off for me because I borrowed your Last of Us 2. So That's I've true. Already- I've already exploited you for your games. You really have. Uh, <laughs> and then I started uh, playing the original Kingdom Hearts uh, since I have that entire collection now. And I both figurati- figuratively and literally fell down the rabbit hole because you do go to Wonderland in, in Kingdom Hearts. So it's it's pretty cool. Like It's this original story that fuses elements of Final Fantasy and just Disney characters together. It's the original and, Spider-Man No Way Home, eh? Yeah, it really is. It's the original, and, <laughs> it's the original Space Jam A New Legacy. It is. The, it, uh, and it's like the Final Fantasy characters, it's like cool if you know who they are, but there's a ton that I don't. I really only know the ones that are in Seven. And then, but it like you go to all these different Disney worlds. And so if you know these worlds, it's just cool to interact with these characters. And it's, I can see why people quite like it. Well, uh, we'll see. I probably won't play all of them right in a row since it's like seven games or something that i own now <laughs> i don't think i want to play seven games right in a row i'll probably put throw in ratchet and clank after either this one or the next one but watch me play horizon forbidden west before you yeah probably i've got too many games i've just got, got too many so games, many games bro i just got too many yeah. games i too have many a, games i have a lot like of first world problems right i have a lot of vr games that i really do want to play but I don't know. There's something. There's just like a barrier to playing a VR game. Like I feel like I need to have. A it's it just takes a little bit extra effort. Yeah. Um, I get it. But yeah, no, I've got I've got a lot of games too to play. Um, but yeah, yeah. Anything else, Holden? Nope, that's it for me. What about you, Jim? Well, speaking of games, I need to play. I need to play Death Loop. I have not played it in the week since I got back to work. But what I have been doing. Boring. 
I have been doing is I have been watching Succession, which I watched the entire first season, and it was very good. I liked it more as it went on. I would That's definitely good. say. I think it just keeps building and keeps building and keeps building and keeps building and building and building. And uh, it keeps you on your toes. The characters are very interesting. Um, I never know exactly where it's going. So I really like it. And people just seem to think it gets better and better and better. So I keep the train rolling. Um, that's the main thing, though. Uh, so I highly recommend watching Succession. I really uh, like Kieran Culkin in that show. Who who do they? I don't know any of the actors' names. He's honestly. like he's like he's the brother. He's like the little brother. He's, oh he's yeah, like small. he reminds he's me Macaulay Culkin's brother. He reminds me of Bully McGuire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's he's right. uh he's Scott Pilgrim's roommate in that movie, and he's also one of my favorite parts of Scott Pilgrim. So, um, but I yeah I really do like him as that character. But he does. He just reminds me of Bully Maguire from Spider-Man Three. Sure, sure. Um, otherwise, Emily and I have watched a couple more episodes of The Crown. We hadn't seen it for a while, but that really, it's a good show. I mean, we've. I think it's really. Like, I would be watching it more frequently if it was just myself. But mm-hmm. I, I get it. It's it's slow. You have to be interested in the history, I guess. It's not like I'm I'm not fascinated by the royal family, but I just think the history and the background and you know Winston Churchill's in it, and he's like I'm old and I'm the prime minister and all that. Isn't so. he played by what's his? <laughs> who is he played by in that show? I don't know. Um, it's the guy from Pet Cemetery, right? Oh, it could be. I don't know the I, name. It's the guy who I'm always like ah. <laughs> uh, what is his name? I'm blanking on it right now. It it is that guy, I think, though. That yeah. now that you mention it, that awful movie from 2019. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, well, you yeah. can look it up or something. I'm looking it up. Um, oh, John Lithgow. Yeah. What else? Who was also in uh, Buckaroo Bonsai across the eighth dimension? <laughs> I forgot it. That was right in the beginning of, or right smack dab in that first year of COVID. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. I don't know if I can think of anything else, Holden. So I guess we better wrap this one up. Holden, what are we doing next week? Yeah, uh, next week. So we've got Scream. Uh, so we're going <gasps> to see that. Yeah. Uh, the And then we'll have the third episode or chapter, if you will, of the Book of Boba Fett. Um... And in a couple weeks, we're going to be doing Tragedy of Macbeth. We just talked about that. We've got, now that, especially since Morbius is gone, we've got like a, a range of like three weeks where there's just nothing coming out. Well, so we, we will we will have Peacemaker and Boba Fett. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. But we'll probably try to enough. catch up. Nothing is yeah. not. We'll see, Holden. <laughs> Under promise, over deliver, okay? Sure, sure. Okay. Um... And we, I feel like we should be able to talk about what we're doing next week, right? I don't know. I, you have not given me any more details, so. That's true. <laughs> Maybe we'll wait a, just a little bit. Maybe we'll wait until okay. it's done, locked and loaded. Yeah, I, sh- yeah, I should probably. Uh, I need to actually ask them. I kept forgetting to ask, and now I'm like, oh, well, it's happening next week. That would so. be good to know. 
it would be good to know. We well, so we could just say what it like without naming names. We've been asked to to be guest stars on a, on another podcast. Yeah, so. another film related podcast. We're gonna be watching a movie. I think we'll we're recording it a week from Monday. So yeah, we'll probably just mention it uh, on next week's episode if it's for sure going to be a thing. So yeah, hopefully yeah. it is because it's gonna be really cool experience for us and we'll just be able to ride on the coattails of their much more successful podcast yes yes. (laughs) (laughs) all right holden anything else to add here how how can they request a movie yeah uh well you can request a movie good question jimmy you can request a movie by leaving a five-star review on itunes or by sending us an email at tompodcast at gmail.com or by donating to our patreon um, we very much prefer the reviews. I think Spotify has reviews now too. Maybe I do they know. have reviews now? I don't know. Well, I mean, hey, if you leave a good review on Spotify, if you can actually like type in the reviews, go ahead, do that too. Yeah, I didn't know that. Now I've got to go uh, judge all of my favorite podcasts on Spotify. Maybe. You, oh yeah. Okay, they have stars. I think it's just stars. Oh okay. You know what? You can give us five stars and email in. You could do that. Yeah. We would accept that. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, you can do it on iTunes, too. Just put what movie you want in your rating. Just say what you like about the show. Um, Obviously, obviously Holden and his velvety, gorgeous voice that he has. Mm -hmm. And then just uh, say, hey, I would like you to watch this. People have done it before. Just look at the other (laughs) reviews, the millions of other five-star reviews that we have. We uh, we've got some requests backed up. I think at least at least one of them we should hit in this like gap of weeks we have coming up under promise over deliver Holden. You never know when the next Decepticon variant of COVID's coming around. Uh, yeah well i think most of these movies are you rent them so i don't think it would matter <laughs> i know i'm just saying when it's gonna delay everything and then we need requests so oh yeah i get what you're saying okay okay is that it i think so well good thing we didn't go to king's man holden because this has been a jaunt a great jaunt yeah good long episode all right uh we'll talk to you again next week in the meantime hasta luego pantalones Wow. Love you.